listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Welcome back to another Nonstop Mom podcast. I'm Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Thank you so much for joining me today. I uh, really appreciate uh, everyone contacting me with questions and messages, and I'm just loving to hear from all of you, so continue to do that. If there's anything specific that you want me to talk on or write about, I'll be happy to take those questions and topics, so just send them on over. You can direct message me. Uh, My Instagram name is Carolyn Shuttlesworth, or head on over to Facebook. It's called Nonstop Mom, and I'd really love to hear from you. I'm going to be doing some videos coming up soon, and I really want you to be a part of that. So like the page, um, join the group, and We'll be digging into some more things this month. So this week, I want to talk about uh, having a sound mind as a mom. You know, we read this verse a lot, uh, 2 Timothy 1.7, and it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And man, you know, when I was reading that verse, I've read that so many times and used it so many different ways for different things, uh, talking to people about, you know, uh, breaking that spirit of fear, uh, giving that verse for my kids to memorize, to talk about how God has not given us a spirit of fear. But that last part of that verse really, really stuck out to me last week when I was reading it. And it just really touched my heart for, for moms, you know, and, and not just moms, wives, you know, and ladies, soon to be moms, just having that sound mind in your home. You know, we set the tone of our home. So, you know, we get that clean slate every morning when we wake up. How is this day going to run? How is it going to be when our kids wake up? Is it going to be chaotic? Is it going to be screaming? Am I annoyed? Did I feel like I didn't get enough sleep? So now, you know, every little noise, every little question is on my last nerve. And then we start that day uptight. Uh, We transfer that feeling to our kids. They're all feeling out of control. And it just ruins the entire day. So it's really important. You know, that's why one of my favorite things to do is, you know, as a mom and you go through those different age groups as they're growing up, you know, when's the best time to get my devotions in, to read, to pray, uh, to hear from the Lord. And, you know, it's it's fluctuated as my kids have all changed age ranges. So, you know, it's harder at first with the baby when they're nursing and you're occupied really early in the morning and you try to figure it out during nap time to read and and kind of have to bounce it around. But now that my children are eight, five, and two, I'm I'm getting into more of a, a personal, like my own schedule, I can set it. So I find the best time to get up in the morning uh, early. I set my alarm on purpose. Uh, just like if I had a job, I had to get dressed and ready to get out the door too. I set my alarm early and I get up. And during that quiet time is when I start my day with the Word of God. I find that makes such a huge difference. I find that it really sets the tone for me. It really 
uh, helps me start the day in peace. Uh, it's not that I have to catch myself ever throughout the day. We all have our moments where, you know, we get annoyed. We aren't perfect. We are moms that deal with a lot of things. We juggle a lot of stuff, even as wives. You know, if you're not a mom yet and you're going to be a mom one day or soon to be, women juggle a lot of things in the household. But God wouldn't have us doing all these things and be gifted in these areas if he didn't think we were strong enough to handle this. It's just a matter of controlling um, our mind, our thoughts, and having a sound mind. I'll get into it in just a little bit, but you know, this society, this world makes it look like if you look at all these memes that are on all these social media networks and on the internet, you know, that we are moms that look like Barbies on crack. We're supposed to have puffy eyes, our face is a mess. Our hair's undone. Our breath stinks. We're annoyed at life. We need a coffee IV drip or we're not going to make it throughout the day. You know, we we never get sleep. And yes, for a short period of time, that is true. You know, our sleeping patterns do change because obviously our time is devoted to nursing or kids who wake up in the middle of the night or just different things like that. But just remember, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's just a season. So make it your best at that moment and then realize that it's not going to be that way forever. And, you know, it, so society makes it seem like you know, we can't handle it. Our emotions are roller coasters, but that's not true. We have to go to the Word of God as our source. We don't go to Instagram. We don't go to WebMD. We don't go to these different uh, places to get the information that we need to control our mind. So in 2 Timothy 1.7, as I read at the beginning, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Um, and the spirit of fear makes us cowardly. It makes us feel like we can't do it. Fear is bondage. It traps you. You have zero boldness. You're, you're scared. You, you just don't have the ability to step out in faith. You don't have the ability to step out and do anything. Fear is an invisible prison. It is a terrible thing. And it has to be, uh, rebuked. It has to be commanded out in prayer. It has to be taken a hold of and sent back to the devil where it came from. So a spirit of fear can make moms, women, wives feel cowardly. It it can alter your parenting. Fear can alter your parenting. You could be fine before you had kids and then now you're worried they can't play near, you know, outside. You're worried that they're at the park and they can't climb too high because they might fall and break their arm. You're, you're like worried over every little thing and, and you're fearful something all bad is something going to happen all the time. Something bad is always going to happen. We just can't do this. And like I told you before, it's an invisible prison. It will keep you in complete bondage. So fear can alter parenting. It's a, it opens the door for the devil to feed doubt into your mind. 
well, maybe I'm not a good enough mom. Maybe I'm not doing this right. My kids are going to hate me. If I spank them too much, my kids are going to, my kids just aren't going to like me when I get older. I'm going to have a terrible relationship with my kids. That doubt gets in your mind, but the Bible says to discipline, to spank, to correct. And a wise person will take correction and apply it to their life. So we got to teach our children to be wise and receive correction. And why do we correct? So, so the spirit of fear alters our parenting, opens the door to doubt of our parenting. Um, and it can make you feel isolated. You know, you, I, I'm never going to have friends again. All I do is hang out with my kids. I'm never going to see the light of day. I'm never going to get out. I'm never, 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 never. And you speak this doubt and this, like, just the whole spectrum of the fear. You speak it into your life. And then as you speak it, your ears are listening to your words. It goes into your mind. And then now your mind is affected and you don't have a sound mind. So it says, we don't have a spirit of fear, but of power. So what is that power? It's strength from above to carry out tasks that God has called us to do. We have that as moms. We are strong. We can do it. God did not give women the ability to have babies and to be a mom if we couldn't do it. He's given us all the resources. He's given us the knowledge in this word of God to be a parent. Yes, he has uh, anointed people's minds to write books on parenting, to um, uh, give revelation of the word of God of what it says about parenting. But in the end, the Bible is our instruction manual on how to live in every area of our life. So God's given us the power and strength from above to carry out what he's called us to do. And then we go down to love. Well, that's a fruit of the spirit. It is a requirement to have love, but having love keeps you from being easily intimidated. When you have love, you're confident. When you have love, you're at peace. So so love is extremely important. Love, like I said, makes us feel confident. Confident in our parenting. Keeps our mind under control. And then the last part of that verse is having a sound mind. We don't have roller coaster emotions. I have been around tons of women who are up and down. You never know what they're going to be, what's going to set them off, what's going to tick them off, what's going to make them happy. Their emotions are on their sleeve. You know, kids pick up on this stuff, it makes them uneasy. That creates uneasy kids, and it makes them think it's okay to have our emotions run us. But in fact, it's not okay. The Bible says we are in control of our emotions. That's self-control, a fruit of the spirit that I actually spoke on um, a couple podcasts ago. We are in control of our emotions. Uh, That's why, you know, this is my, my preference. I didn't care for that movie Inside Out with that came out. I don't know if it was Disney or Pixar, where it shows kids controlled by emotions in their head. There was joy and sadness and fear uh, and I don't know, whatever else. But it was like, they don't, I got, I have nobody in my mind uh, 
controlling my emotions. You don't give easily and easily to the lies of the enemy. Soon as that enemy comes, you know, it's not that I I never get attacked. It's becoming less frequent once you know your place in the word of God, once you take your ground, once you have that revelation of violent faith, uh, you you get that revelation to that you're not you don't get the lies of the devil easily to your mind. But every once in a while it comes, you know, it comes to you and you got to take control of that mind and keep it sound, keep it on the word of God and shut that enemy out, shut that door out of lies that could be coming into your mind about your parenting, uh, about who you are as a woman, about who you are as a wife. Because it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of you. You have one person to please in this world, and that's Jesus Christ. And as long as you're pleasing him, everything else will fall into line perfectly. Uh, Having a sound mind, uh, you don't care what the world and social media says. It doesn't sway you. It's a social media world, and there's no way around it. There's no way around it, you know. People say, I'm going to take a break from this, but you're going to end up getting back on it. And great, you took a month off, but you're going to be back on it. again. It's just the way the world's going. It's that digital age. It's where this world's going as far as for social media and everybody doing everything on it from business to communicating to school. It's just it is what it is. So you have to have that sound mind of who you are in Christ the purpose that you have as a mom and knowing that you can't be swayed by every picture, everything you see on Pinterest, every Instagram, you know, story that's on there of what your moms are doing. Yes, I have friends that are moms on Instagram and Facebook that cook way better meals than I cook, has the most fabulous home has the best-looking dining room table, uh, has this. You know, all these um, girls that are now doing, uh, like, fashion. I don't know if it's, like, called fashion blogs or different things they're doing where they're showing you, you know, clothes and they're showing you, you can get my outfit here. You know, and it's wonderful. And they're beautiful women. And, you know, you see them walking in their picture with a Starbucks and their kid is next to them perfectly cleaned with a collared shirt and his hair gelled to the side and her hair's in French braid, the little girl. And, and you know, that's great. But you have to remember, that's a staged photo for whatever she's advertising. And don't get down on yourself if that's not, you know, your kid's don't have chocolate smeared all over their face, and they still have bedhead. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't do my kids' hair every day. It looks crazy half the time, you know, while we're home. And that's okay. You don't have to get down on yourself for what other people look like on social media. So 2 Timothy 1.7, I'm going to repeat the verse since we just broke it down. And then I'm going to talk a little bit more about uh, focusing on a sound mind. So God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So to me, having a home of peace, no strife, 
my husband's happy, my kids are happy. To me, that is the most important thing. And you get those things by having a sound mind. Our home doesn't need to be chaotic. We don't have to parent from fear. We don't have to look like a hot mess. If anybody is listening to this podcast and you bought one of those sweatshirts or shirts or coffee mugs that says, Jesus loves this hot mess, mom, or hot mess, break it, rip it up. Ugh, it's the worst. You're not a hot mess. It's so stereotypical for the world to post these ridiculous things. Bad enough they make money on it. You are a mom, uh, for my Christian moms that are listening, we are filled with the Holy Spirit. We can do great things. We are strong in our mind. What we say, we stick with. So the world says we have to do it all. We have to have a perfect home. We have to have the perfect kids. We have to have the best job if, if we're a working mom. Uh, we have to be crafty. Uh, just letting you know, I barely do crafts with my kids. Yep, I said it, okay? So I will give them a piece of paper and crayons. You want to draw your hand here? Let's trace your hand here. Go add nails to it. That's about as crafty as I get. <laughs> no, I'll I'll do some things here and there. But I, you know, when I first became a mom... I will admit, I was a little struggling with, you know, man, every day I've got to do this extensive hot glue, uh, I don't know, paper plates. We've got to go get fabric. Good grief. I need to like work a second job just to fund Hobby Lobby. It's like we don't have to go through Pinterest and think our kids are going to think, you know, especially homeschool kids. We're the worst parents if we don't sit down and do some masterful craft with them. It's okay. Give your kids a coloring book and crayons and they're going to survive. Um, and so are you. So those are some things the world says as a mom and it messes with our mind. Then we're down on ourselves. We start thinking less of who we are just by pictures and filters of people's pictures controls our mind. Our mind isn't sound anymore. We're out of peace. We're all like frantic that our kids are thinking one thing. We have to remember our kids are simple. They're so happy with just you loving them, with you spending time with them. So if you never did another craft again, your kid would turn out fine. They will love you so much. It's just a matter of being peaceful. That's the most important thing around them. Making them feel like things are stable, peace, love, the Holy Spirit is in the home, joy is in the home. Mom and dad are happy with each other. Mom and dad aren't fighting. Mom isn't some emotional roller coaster wreck. Then she takes it out on dad when he comes home from work and giving him the cold shoulder or something's been bothering mom, you know, she's aggravated and now she's taking it out on dad. Like those are the big things that matter. Having a sound mind and running our home right are the things that matter. All the other stuff that the world makes a big deal about, 
making sure your kids, you know, are in every sport in every which way because it's going to be great on their resume. You know, this worries moms all the time. And so their emphasis is on what the world is a requirement of how their kids are going to turn out and less and less than what the Word of God says. What's going to make your kids strong is you focusing on them with spending time with them and teaching them the Word of God and and how they're not going to be double-minded. The Bible says in James, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, all his ways. And then it, it goes on to say that they won't receive anything from the Lord. That's terrible. I mean, like, think about it. We have to really teach our children to be a sound mind. It's everything to have a sound mind. It says over um, in Isaiah, I'm turning there right now, Isaiah 26, 3. Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you and whose thoughts are fixed on you. That's your mind. Keep your kids in perfect peace. You know, this world is chaotic right now. The government is a mess. Schools are a mess. Uh, the local government's a mess. Uh, everything is a mess. The out When you're out there, people are uh, more angry. People are just rude. You know, make your home a peaceful environment. And how do we do that? We fix our thoughts on the Lord. We take his mind, the mind of Christ, and have that sound mind that 2 Timothy uh, talks about. Because nothing is more important. You got to come home to a peaceful home. Your kids need to feel that peace. It, that peace and that sound mind kicks out fear. There's no room for it. There's no room for them to feel anxious, to have bad night's sleep to not want to come home and they want to just roam the neighborhood on their bike or with other kids down the street that aren't even saved. No, they want to be at their house. They're comfortable at their house. They know mom's, you know, not going to be walking on eggshells and uh, we don't know what she's going to be like. It, it, or we don't have to walk, sorry, excuse me. We don't have to walk on eggshells because we know what our mom's going to be like. It's going to be joyful when their when their friends are over. It's going to be great when um, other moms come to your house. They want to come to your house and be with you because you are in control of your mind. Uh, Other things the world says uh, that we don't have to get sucked into. I mentioned it at the beginning. My life depends on coffee. It's like, I like coffee too, but really, does your life depend on coffee? See, we take these things to an extreme And I know it's like, okay, Carolyn, you know, we're all just joking here. But I'm just saying, like, people really, Christian moms, uh, women out there, soon-to-be moms, you know, they're looking up to us who've had kids, you know, for a while or who are doing this parenting thing. And they're like, is this this something I need to be scared to have kids? Is this something now where I've got to live on coffee because I can't make it? Am I going to look like a hot mess? Am I going to uh, not have my home in control? Am I going to lose my relationship with my husband? No. 
You're not going to have a bad relationship with your husband once you have kids. No, you're not going to be a terrible mom as you keep adding more than one child or even one child. You're not. You're not going to be like other people. You have to make that up in your mind. So those are things that the world says. Now we're going to go over um, to look in Proverbs 31 to see what uh, the word of God says. What does God say? What does the Bible say? The Bible is alive. These words are alive, breathing life into us. It's not a suggestion on what it says in here. It's not a suggestion on the instructions that the word of God has given to us. Proverbs 31 and 25 and 26. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instruction with kindness. Go down to verse 28. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. This is how we're supposed to be focused on what we look like. Not what Pinterest tells us. Not what the Instagram uh, stories tell us. Not what the internet. Not what WebMD. Not what Google. It's what the word of God tells us we're supposed to look like as women, as mothers. We're strong. We have dignity. We laugh without fear of the future. There's no fear within us. I'm not fearful that I have kids in this day and age in this world. I'm not fearful. They're guarded by the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm teaching them the word. They're reading the word. They're going to know it. We're raising giant killers. And that's exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And your children stand and will bless you and your husband too. Don't ever feel like Proverbs 31 is out of your league. Uh, Read it. Take it in. And realize, hey, if I'm not quite there yet on something, I just have to work harder at it. There's always something we have to work harder on. Ask the Lord for help in. Ask the Lord for strength. We don't just write it off. Oh, because uh, we just can't do it. Or, oh, you know, this and that. He's given us the ability, the Holy Spirit. When we get filled with the Holy Spirit, our ability is limitless. We have the ability to do anything. It's what we've set our mind on. What are our thoughts on? That's why when I read last week that Second Timothy and the sound mind end of that verse just really stuck out with me because the mind can control everything. And if we don't have that guarded, if we don't have that uh, filled with the word of God, then we will have a home that's chaotic. We will go by what other people say rather than the word of God. We won't even compare it. We'll just go with what their words say. So we don't have to put pressure on ourselves. We just need to be obedient to the word of God. Have a sound mind. And remember what I said in Isaiah 26.3. We can live in perfect peace 
as long as our thoughts are fixed on Jesus. So thank you again so much for listening to this podcast. I'm really praying for you ladies. It is a lot to be a mom. It is a full-time job. Don't let anyone ever make fun of you, ever tell you that it's less of, of I mean, it is a full-time job. The women who listen to this who aren't moms yet, who are going to be moms, you can do it. God has given us the ability. He didn't make men to have babies. He only made women to have babies. And there's a reason. He's given us strength to do it. He's given us a special love and a special patience. And if we feel like we're out of whack and we're not walking in that fullness of it, get to the word of God. I say this all the time in my articles that I write, uh, a lot of times in my podcast, to stress that we have to spend time in the word of God. You know, when I first got married, uh, I, I was not in it as much as I am now. And I also married a minister. For those of you who are listening that don't know me, I married um, an evangelist. And we have a ministry called Miracle Word Ministry. And, um, you know, at the beginning, I was just his wife. And, um, you know, I prayed and I read here and there. And I just really enjoyed going to the meetings and just going to church. And then it dawned on me that I cannot ride the coattails of my minister husband anymore. I have to take this for myself. I have to get the revelation of the word and the wisdom from it. And I have to spend time with the Lord and hear from him. And it has, I mean, I grew up in church, but doing what I do now and really uh, taking the time, we fast and pray. We're doing a 21-day fast right now to start this year off and r- really hear from the Lord and have some major doors open to us. And it's a time where we set apart and get that breakthrough and really listen to the voice of God. And we do it several times throughout the year. I encourage anyone who's listening to be a part of it um, because There's just things within the word of God that you have to get for yourself. Your spirit man has to grab onto it. You can't just keep um, listening and listening. And yes, faith comes by hearing and listening uh, to just your pastor once every Sunday. You have to actually spend time. You know, you don't just... uh, feed your kids and that's the only time you see them throughout the day and that's it and I birthed you and good luck. No, you love them. You want to spend time with them. You want to uh, give gifts to them. You want to honor them. You want to do wonderful things for them. And that's the same thing with the Lord. We can't just get so busy with being the life of a mom or a wife and having a career where we don't actually spend time with the one we love. He has all the answers. He's given it to us. The Holy Spirit has uh, given us boldness to carry out our tasks. So we really need to feed on that strength with the word of God. Feed our spirit man so we can have the strength to do what God's called us to do as a mom, as a wife, as a woman. So I really hope this encouraged you, uh, one, to press in 
One, to realize, you know, we set the tone in the home and to have that sound mind and how important it is because how we react transfers to our kids, transfers to the people around us, and everyone will feel at ease, feel at peace. Our, our, if our mind is controlled, our mouth is controlled, and we will just speak love and patience to our kids, to our husband, and we can live in that perfect peace. It's all a choice, and it's all how we react. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys. I appreciate uh, all the feedback, and I look forward to uh, getting with you guys very soon. Bye-bye.